you know, gen- generosity and all that sort of stuff. But this person said this to me recently. He said, when it comes to giving, whether it's in, and in living a generous life, yeah, in living a generous life, they said you can be one of two people. You can be a gatherer and you can keep gathering unto yourself and all you will ever be is a gatherer. Or you can be a sower because when you're a sower, you also become a reaper. Yeah? Those words haven't left me over the last week. You know, there's just some. I just wanted to share that because there's an ounce of brilliant wisdom in that. Yeah? That you can be a gatherer and you will only ever be a gatherer. Gatherer will always be a gatherer, but like a farmer knows, farmer has to keep seed to sow seed. And it's only in the sowing that they become a reaper, amen? Live your life with that in every area where you can sow into other people, friends, family, mission, church, all that sort of stuff. When you sow like that, it gives you the opportunity to grow into being a reaper as well. Hello, reaper. See, sowing is reaping. Watch, I'll show you how that works. A blessing, Caleb, a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. He came, he got. <laughs> um, I want to thank... Bless you too, dude. Bless you too, Liam. Um, I want to thank everyone that's just been praying along uh, with the family. And Mel, who's in Queensland with her dad, she's been posting some pics of Phil online. You know, he, he, he doesn't look very well. <laughs> I guess when you're 6263 and you weigh about 55 kilos now, it's not a lot of you left. Um, and she's been finding it quite tiring, though. I know some of the people in the, the house know because of the, the prayer chain. But two days ago, while Mel, let me go backwards, when she was there a couple of weeks back, she asked if she could pray for him because he was quite unwell. And he, uh, on numerous occasions, said, No, don't pray for me. No, don't lay hands on me. You can't pray for me. Anyway, this time here, um, palliative care have said he's got a couple of weeks left. And so there was one particular day where Mel felt led to pray for him. And so at this point, she'd been there since Tuesday and he was open to prayer a couple of times. And so she prayed for him. At the end of that prayer, she felt the Holy Spirit leading her. And she said, she goes, Dad, do you want to encounter Jesus? Do you want to have his love and his peace in your heart? Because he's a gentleman, God's a gentleman, and he won't come in unless you let him. Would you like that? And he said, yes. You know. And um, she prayed a prayer with her dad at that point. And she said his eyes were closed for 10 minutes. It was as if he felt no pain. And as much as Mel's mourning, you know, for what's imminent, God can still do a miracle, I mean, um, there's a, a sense of peace. Yeah, there's a sense of peace because Jesus legitimately is a, a gift that even when we are unaware, there's still another level and depth where he gives again. Yeah, um, And I want to continue in that belief and that prayer and I really don't want to embarrass you, Anna, but I think we need to pray for you as a family if that's okay. And um, I'm going to ask Anna to come up in a moment, but... Anna's had cancer. She's been in for surgery and she's coming out. She's exceptionally positive. Um, but she has had some recent news where uh, the cancer is in other areas uh, and it's quite severe and aggressive. Stage three, I believe. Yeah. 
and I want to believe for the miracle because it's not like Phil who's dying and doesn't know the Lord. Anna's eternity is assured. That gift has been given. But we want to see, see the, the miracle and miraculous and healing God do that, yeah? Is it too much for you to come forward? And we'll get a few people to pray. Um, I just want us to believe. And I, I want you in your prayer time to believe. Whenever you're spending a moment in prayer, whether it's when you're driving, whatever it is, I want you to believe. And I don't want you to beg God. I want you to believe with us, yeah, that God's going to do a miracle. Because you've been so, like, exceptionally positive. If you see her post on social media, her text messages, it's like she's got a cold and she's battling, you know, the flu. Uh, but she's not. It's a big battle. And so we want to do battle together with her. So, um, Ben, can you, can you pray with me, Rob? Please come. Yeah, Ross, anybody who's got a healing hand, Vicky, you, you come and pray. Come on, oh prophetic one. I'm just asking different people. You know some of them. You don't know others. If you don't like them, just say sit down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we just want to believe as a family because in, in church life, it's not about coming to the four walls of, the, of a church. It's about doing family. We're many members some of us are ugly, some of you are good looking, some of you are thin, some of us are not, yeah? Some of us are funny, some of you are not, yeah? Like, the, the point is that we all come together, one family, one heart, believing in the one true living God, and it's in that unity together that we see God move, because where there's unity, he commands, commands a blessing, and so we want a blessing for Anna and her body, but also that that would ripple across into her family, Amen. So maybe, Ben, if you want to lead us, that would be great. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. When Jesus prayed um, that heaven come on earth like it is in heaven, we recognize that in heaven there is no sickness, there is no death there is only life and love surrounding everything so lord today we just uh we declare um the fullness of the kingdom to pour down on anna's life right now in jesus Amen. name yeah, come on. down pour down the fullness of your spirit your kingdom upon her right now in jesus name lord god we thank you lord god for your love for anna we, we thank you for father son holy spirit that you dance around her in joy yes. in absolute yes. wonder of your beautiful daughter lord god yeah, Lord God. Today, we, we, we come as a family. We stand together in, in communion, Lord, to come and thank you for your ability, Lord God, and the grace you have, Lord God. And we, today, we thank you for healing that comes only from you. So, Lord, thank you. Thank you for it. We just thank you for it. Declare it's here right now. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Anna, I see a rainbow come over on, you. I, 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 I literally just see a rainbow and it's, sure like, it's like that promise which, it, which when the Bible talks around what happened after the great flood and then there was the rainbow was God's promise to say, um, you know, never again, never again, you know, and the promise of, of, of um, I guess, his goodness to come. That, that it's, I see that rainbow. It's that goodness to come. It's the never again. So I just hear that I, I like. I, I want you to consciously, 
in the t- like these summer days when we see like storms come through, you will see rainbows and you'll be able to look up and thank him yeah, for the on. promises yes, that God. never again, never again just kind of come over your life. Yeah. I just really see that really, really strong that there is a need to be thankful and aware of the rainbows of where stuff's happened, but, but God says never again. So Lord God, we thank you for that today. We take authority over this thing and we command it to go. In Jesus' name, we stand against this thing and declare wholeness. We declare healing. We declare fullness of life where there is life. We declare hope. We instill and and, um, seal hope. Holy God, we honour you, we honour you, we honour you, we honour you. Lord, let your blessing come, let your peace come, let your joy come. Wrap your arms of love around this family. Absolutely. Let your blessing be felt. Yeah, for Todd. Let your blessing be seen. Holy God, out of heaven, we call out Mm -hmm. your goodness, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray for not only for strength, but strength for family, strength for Anna and her family as she fights through this and courage to keep battling on. Mm. We thank you for her, her resilience. We thank you for her, her strength. We thank you for her, her attitude that says, this is just a cold. It's not going to bother me. Come on. We just pray that continues, Father. And as, yeah. as what has to happen happens that she will come through this and will be a real testament to, to you, to your love and your healing power. Amen. 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 And amen. Let's believe together. Pray for Anna. Pray for Todd. Partner, pray for the girls. Continue to believe that God's going to do a phenomenal and a miraculous work in their life. Yeah? Because <laughs> what's the old song that we used to sing? Well, maybe I was the only one growing up in a Pentecostal church. The battle is won by lifting Jesus higher in the midst of thee, the words would go. The battle is won by lifting Jesus higher. So let's lift Jesus higher, amen? Let's lift Jesus higher. Cool. That'll be a day of celebration. I'm believing for a day of celebration. Yeah, cool. Well, it's Christmas. We've got to celebrate, you know? We. You've got to be able, as Christians, we've got to be able to somehow, in a mess of life, we've got to be able to discover that our glasses are half full, they're not half empty, yeah? That he works all things, everything. The yuck, the ugly, the brutal, he works all things together for good, yeah? That's where we live as Christians. That's the hope that we have. When I was speaking to the father-in-law, this is before he accepted the Lord, I just said, I remember saying, it was the only phone call I've had with him. And, and I said, Phil, I'm going to continue to pray and believe for a miracle. And he said, oh, he goes, they just don't happen. He goes, they just don't happen. And I said, Phil, I said, all I can say is that I don't understand why, but I've seen them happen. I don't know why we see them happen in some cases and we don't see them happen in every case. I said, I don't know why. But I said, I know this, that I would rather live in hope and with hope than with no hope at all. Yeah. So we have a hope. We don't mourn like those 
that mourn who have no hope, the newsboys would say in their song. So let's be a people that are believing, amen? Because when we believe, that's when we see. It's with the tongue and our hearts that we have the power of life and death, amen? So Christmas, woo, let's get into a good mood now. <laughs> well, the tree looks good at least, amen? Um, I've I got to tell you a funny story because we really have felt the love from different people and... Um, if I get to my message, I get to my message. It's Christmas time. Uh, and uh, there was a, a couple of people that decided they wanted to bless us as a family because we didn't have a Christmas tree. We did have a, a felt Christmas tree stick, stuck to the wall. It kept falling down. Uh, but with Mel travelling to Queensland and back, we just, there was just no time or, or care. You know, the care factor. We just, we're not putting up the tree. The redbacks can live in it for another year, you know. Like, we're not, we're not putting up a tree. Anyway, um, Samuel had his graduation on Thursday, so we were out for that. Um, I was with my daughter, Faith, and uh, Nathan and Sam. Anyway, we get home. And as we're getting home, I open the front door. And the first thing I notice isn't, isn't a coat rack with all, like, I'm talking 100 jackets. It's, it's, it's like Bigfoot. In just as you open the door it's, it's not normally there okay but it was there I didn't notice that right? what I noticed was that the door into our living area was open and I'm like somebody's here right? somebody's here then I notice this monstrosity of coats smack where I walk in so I don't know how it marries up but I see these coats and I think Someone's broken in. Is the television still here? <laughs> now, why they would move the coat rack from the other room in there, I have no idea. But I went, oh, the door's open. <gasps> Look at that. The coat's the TV, you know, right? I then walk into, into the room. I see the, the Christmas tree. Yeah, I see the Christmas tree. And I'm still like, someone is in my house. Someone has broken in. I reckon I had 10 minutes of freaking out because someone had broken into my house. The, 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 the Christmas tree that we were blessed with, just it wasn't there. It's like stuff's moved. I walked into my son's room. Seriously, I went down three steps into Nathan's room to open the door and it was clean. Like it was clean. Nathan's room's never clean. It's ne Samuel's different, yeah? Samuel's different. He even folds his underwear, yeah? Samuel's different. But Nathan, his room's a schmozzle and a mess, and it was clean. Oh, someone's been in the house. Like, it still hasn't dawned on me that someone has come and gifted us with a Christmas tree. So I live in a funny place, in a funny space. I share all that to say thank you for your love. The Christmas tree was lovely. Uh, thankfully, I didn't call triple zero. Um, and I discovered later that my daughter Faith had a hand in it and you know, left the back door open so people could legitimately walk in and not break in, which was nice to know. But it was a lovely gift. So thank you for all your love. Thank you for all your prayers. And for those that are involved with the Christmas tree, thank you for that. It is lovely. I don't have to turn on a light at night when I go to the toilet. The whole house is lit up. So... <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> um, I, I do really like Christmas time because it, we remember how good Father God is to us. We just remember how good he is to us. Ben, you know, surmised it beautifully in communion that he would send this vulnerable baby, you know, and then to put it into the, not just the belly, but the hands of a 12-year-old just shows how wonderfully loving and, and confident and faithful and good that he is, you know, uh, we often say God is good all the time and all the time God is good, don't we? 
You know, I love First John four nine because it says, "God showed me how much love, how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world." Yeah, it's not talking about the cross. It's not talking about the crucifixion. He showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. That's how much He loved us. I, I think that's outstanding. He sent His Son. He gave His Son and sent Him to a world that's you know really broken because the world is so very broken. And so when we come to this time of year, we celebrate the moments, you know, and we celebrate the moment that he sent his son, you know, and showed his love for us. Because really, when Mary was blessed to carry Jesus, I wonder if she had a very simple thought, you know, what child is this? Now, what, what child is this that I'm now being asked to carry by God? What, what child is this? I want you to watch this video because I... I think it, it gives us a nice little look. Thanks, Samuel. Thanks, Mark. I've always wondered if I'd been at the stable that night. Would I have seen a king or just a baby? If I'd stood there with the shepherds listening to stories about choirs of angels, would I have asked, what child is this? Or would I have known that he someday be the shepherd of all? If I'd watched wise men bring valuable gifts and kneel down under the guard of heavenly wonders, would I have understood that he was the one in whom I'd find all wisdom? And that he was the greatest gift of all just as that baby was held by his mother. He would hold me. He would hold me with his amazing grace. And his adoption by his father Joseph would be a picture of my adoption into God's family. Who could comprehend that this baby who was defenseless, swaddled, and held, would someday be the one holding me in his hands. I didn't witness a star moving across the sky scores of angels proclaiming his birth but somehow in the middle of my ordinary world this extraordinary baby's birth found a place in my worn down beat up heart so like all those people who saw him he's the one i've been waiting for to repair me redeem me love me forgive me comfort me help me die for me raise me to life so what child is this He's the one who comes to save me. He's the one who comes to save me. To save me. To save me. He's the one who comes to save me. I love that. I actually really enjoy watching that. What child is this? What child is this? He's the one that comes to save us. You know, I don't, some of you down the back, you might not see, see this very well, but I have, does it, everybody knows what that looks like. A babushka doll, at least that's what I call it. You know, you can call it a Russian doll because, you know, when you put it down, kids rush everywhere to get it. Um, Got to be politically correct, you know. <laughs> but Jesus, Jesus is a lot like a babushka doll. I'm going to unpack the babushka doll this morning. That's the hope in the time that we've got left, yeah? See, he's so good. And again, uh, I, really, I really did enjoy, um, you know, not just our worship. Wow, that was just special. 
but communion. Isaiah 9.6, for a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He, he's, he's the perfect gift, but when, when you get Jesus, you, you don't just get Jesus. You, you just don't get what's there, what you see, what you've heard of. You, you don't just get that. And, and, and Jesus... Is, is more like this. Who's, who's ever played a trick on someone when you're giving a gift and got a bigger box and put your smaller gift inside it? And there's nothing inside the bigger box, just rubbish fill? Yeah? That's really bad. I was thinking of doing that for Mel this year. Anyway, so um, Jesus isn't like a big worthless box that inside is the real gift. That's, that's actually not what he's like. See, Jesus is actually more like this. He's more like an onion that you get Jesus, but with every layer that you peel, there's another, something else that he has for you. And it's not something that he's waiting to give you. Yeah, when, when I have this, I have everything that's inside it. Yeah? Do you understand? If I've got an onion, I have every layer that it has. I don't just have what's in its core. I, I have every, every single layer and I, I love the thought because for me, this is a, a gift where there's always more. There's greater depths, there's greater knowledge, greater revelation, greater healing, greater understanding. Well, I just broke Jesus. Um, you know, the beauty of the gift like this babushka doll is that we just have everything all, all at the same time. We just have to realise it. Yeah? We just have to be able to say, actually, I, I want what he's got to give us. So today, I want to have a look at the few things that we get when we get our babushka doll that I keep breaking, and I'll try not to. Superglue will fix that, Ross. Thank you for lending it to me, but then it probably doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Yeah. Um, I'm going to leave Jesus there for the moment. <laughs> the first thing I want us to remember, particularly because we're coming into Christmas, is that when we receive our Jesus, we receive a personal relationship with him. Really simple. I now have someone that I can talk to. I have someone that will talk to me. I have, because I've received Jesus, I, I actually have a connection with God the Father. I, I can speak to God when I'm going through times, like Anna is, like we, you know, Mel is with her dad, like Judy is with her hip and pain, and so many others of you are going through different things in your life. We have someone we can go to. Actually, Jesus is our forever friend. He's never not your friend. He's never not there. He never leaves you, never forsakes you. He's always there. You, you actually have him. I think that's a, that's a pretty good thought, you know, as a gift that you're receiving at Christmas, that you've got this gift that never leaves you, never forsakes you, and because of it, you've got, a, you've got a friendship that's intact for life, not just your mortal life. Because we've, I have shared before that wonderful revelation. From the moment that you are born, you begin to die. Not just this life, but eternal life. That connection is forever there. But, and, and, and I haven't tested what I'm about to do. There might not be enough Jesuses inside here. There might not be enough examples on my paper. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But we get Jesus. But then he says, okay, now you've got a personal relationship. Thank you very much. Now, I want you to have Holy Spirit. Because you had me, I want you to have Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit's going to come now. Now, what you've got to understand is that Holy Spirit wasn't absent from you, 
you had the Spirit of God. The Scripture tells you over and over that you got the Spirit of God that inside you from the moment that you say yes to Him. Yeah, we're not talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You have the Spirit of God living inside you. It's there. Don't ever doubt it. It is always there. It's just that you need to sometimes realize someone needs to point out to you that hey, actually, in receiving the gift of Jesus, you also have Holy Spirit. You know, John sixteen thirteen says, "But when He, the Spirit of Truth, comes, He'll guide us into all truth." He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and what he'll tell you is yet to come. So we get Jesus, we get the Holy Spirit. And now having the Holy Spirit, I told you children want Jesus. Having the Holy Spirit, right? Having the Holy Spirit, I'm thinking this is not going to end up nicely. Anyway, having the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that says, I really, I'm glad Ali's in kids' church. But fortunately, it's not broken yet. So we'll just put it over there without any chips. See, Ross, see. Okay, Jesus, stay. Um, now the Holy, Holy Spirit's now going to guide us into stuff. He's going to help us in stuff. He's going to comfort us in stuff. Yeah, Mel going through things like her dad. When we have other things, relationship tension, when we're suffering our own sickness, Holy Spirit is now there to help us in that time, to comfort us and to guide us. Yeah, That's the gift that we receive at, at Christmas time, you know, that's the gift that God sent when he showed his love, this, this vulnerable baby that just continually gives over and over and over and over. You know, that's why we, 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 we celebrate Christmas. And, and now that we've got Jesus and, and he gives us his spirit, now as we live our life, he says, you know what? You can actually live a victorious life. You can live a life where you overcome sin. You can live a life where you, you know, for those that aren't sure what sin is, you can say sin in nature. It's really simple. Sin's the very thing that separates you from God. Whether it's your thought life, whether it's your actions that lead to the way that you think, you know, it's sep sin separates you from God. But now that you've got Jesus, and now that you've got Holy Spirit, you have everything you need to overcome sin. What a gift! Think about it. Think about it. anything that you're trying to achieve. Imagine if you wanted to be the best sportsman or something or other or the best dancer and someone gives you a gift and all of a sudden now because you've received that gift, you can have victory every time you face that sport or dance or whatever it is, yeah? We now have the ability to overcome sin. We now have the ability to overcome everything that would try to separate us from God. And what does the enemy do? Doesn't the enemy try to, to kill, destroy, to steal our faith? But yet having, having Father and having Holy Spirit, we now have the ability to overcome everything that tries to rob us of faith. I reckon that's a pretty good gift. You know, another, another layer of that gift. You know, as Christians, you and I, we're actually called to live a victorious life, full stop, regardless of what we face, regardless of the stuff, regardless of what we go through. We're called to live a victorious life. You know, the one thing in life that should make us miserable isn't struggling with finances, isn't a relationship that's falling apart, isn't failing at school or at work, isn't sickness. The one thing that should make us miserable is knowing that we are eternally separated from God. Yeah. But having received the gift of Jesus and Holy Spirit and the ability to now live life overcoming sin, we're no longer separated from God. The very thing that should make us miserable no longer makes us miserable because we have victory as victorious Christians. That's a pretty good Christmas gift, don't you reckon? You know, Some of you are so sad at the moment. I should have bought enough babushka dolls to give out as gifts maybe. 
You know, like it's when you think about the gift of Jesus, as small as he was, as, as fragile as he was, it just seems that there's a layer upon layer that, that we need to think about. And then it, it, when we think, oh, wait, that's, that's, that's good, but it's not enough yet. I know that so for those down the back, sorry, I, can, I know Jesus is getting smaller. <laughs> I think he needs to get smaller sometimes because there are areas of our life that we keep locked up under lock and key and he needs to be small enough to get into those nooks and crannies yeah Yeah, if you think about it just the analogy for a minute but we we get all of this jesus holy spirit victory in life but now we start to take on and we're being transformed into jesus himself yeah we become more and more like him in his image with ever increasing glory the bible says and if you think about just think about this alone galatians 5:22 this is what we receive when we receive jesus remembering none of these are possible if we didn't have jesus none of these are possible only if it could do that but it can't you know if we didn't have jesus the rest of it's not possible but because we've got him now but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness goodness faithfulness that's awesome so now we've got the ability to be loving because we received a baby as a gift. We, we have the ability within us to be joyful because we received a baby a, as a gift. We don't have to be selfish. We don't have to be angry. We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be proud. Yeah, We can be loving and joyful and peaceful. We'll be flowing in goodness and faithfulness to God. All we need to do is remember that we can access everything that's in Jesus. You know, the reason that some of us don't live with everything that Jesus has for us, we're waiting for him to give us peace, the peace that surpasses understanding. We've, you've already got it. Jesus is the full package. He's not a half package. He, you want peace that surpasses understanding? Awesome. Dig into Jesus. You need guidance through the Holy Spirit? Awesome. Dig into Jesus. You need victory over that thing you're going through? Awesome. Dig into Jesus. Everything that we need is in him from the moment that we receive him, even as a little baby. Amen? It's a really good gift. See, as much as this particular babushka doll comes to an end, it's not there yet. At least, oh yeah, no, it's not. thought I broke it. Didn't. Good. This Babushka doll hasn't yet come to an end. Here's the brilliance of Jesus. If he legitimately was a Babushka doll, it would be so big. So big. In fact, it would be one that would be constantly growing with no beginning and no end. And no matter how many times you pulled it apart, no matter how small it looked like it was going, there would be no end. Because Jesus forever gives. He is the full package. There is nothing missing in him. And so when we receive him at Christmas time, now, during this time, think about it, now we can have peace. Yeah? We, can ha- we can actually have peace. Yeah? Anna can have peace. Her family can have peace. Mel and her family can have peace. Regardless of outcome, we can have peace and we can have rest. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. Sean Smith said it really well last week. Are we going to believe our circumstance? Or are we going to believe the word of God? 
Are we going to believe what we're experiencing, what we're feeling, what we're going through? Are we going to believe that? Or are we actually totally going to believe the Word of God? Yeah, because Jesus actually is the Word, yeah? And so if He's the full package, and He says, and we know that in all things God works for good of those who love Him and who have been called, are we going to live in that? Or are we going to live in what we're going through? Because for me, I just think all we have to do is just... We just need to access it. It's in him. Yeah? It's there. We don't have to beg him for it. We don't have to go looking for it. It's actually there. We just have to say, you know, that's what I want. I know, I know it's in you. I know it is you. I know you're in me. I want that. See, nothing can happen to us that isn't for our absolute best if all things work together for good. Yeah? Nothing can happen to us that isn't for our absolute best if all things work together for good. It's really hard when we're going through stuff. And that's why we need to keep unpacking the Jesus that's in our life. That's why we need to get around others that can remind us of what's available to us. Not because we have to go looking for it, not because we have to pray for it, not because we have to beg for it, because it's already there. We just need to unpack it and get there. Yeah. Matthew 6.34 says, Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. In other words, just stop worrying. Focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. I know it's, I know it's simple, particularly when you're going through stuff. I know that's a simple comment. But it, it's, it's meant to be simple. It's actually meant to be simple. Every time life crushes us and we feel like we fall under the weight of what life does, we're in the perfect position to focus on Jesus. Yeah? Every time life hits us and knocks us down, we are in the perfect position to focus on him. Fall on your knees. Yeah? When life throws you there, glass half full I don't get it thank you I'm focusing on you everything I need is already in you yeah it's already there don't fall this one won't break I hope (laughs) you know I, I love this as an analogy but I love I love where where I want to go because this is the part I love because when we get when we get to really unpacking all of Jesus. If he's a babushka doll, he gets really so small. But what that shows us is us. Vulnerable, small. Without him, no worth. Without him, no value. Without him, not not able to do anything at all. Small. When Jesus came at Christmas... He came as a small child. When we finally unpack all of what God has for us, we end up at this place. And then he goes, awesome. You've received all that I have for you. Now, let me just finish the gift. Let me just finish the gift. So this, this gift that second, says in 2 Corinthians 9.15, thank God for this gift too wonderful for words. So you don't understand this gift. As I said, if he was a babushka doll, it would just keep giving and giving and giving. But it's so cool that when we get, get for us, you know, because it's all different for all of us, but when we get to the point where we think, mate, we've we, we, we actually got to the end of it and now, God, it's just me. I just totally trust you. 
Oh, I am this small, little, only valuable because of you, person, being, child. God says, okay, now, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something in your life. Hey, son, hey, daughter, guess what? I've just made you perfect. Really? Yep. <laughs> Hebrews 10.14, for by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever. Not, not for a moment, not for a week, not only when times are good, not only when you've got the best job, the best pay, not only when you own your own house. He's made perfect forever those who are being made holy. That's us. So he does this with us. Right? That goes like that. He goes, you're perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Stand. Then he goes, by the way, not only are you perfect, you're a child of God. Do you know that? You're a child of God. I've given you everything. You are my child. First John 3, 2, dear friends, now we are children of God. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him. Like him. Like him. For we shall see him as he is. Children of God, sons and daughters. That's not a bad title to carry because we received a baby at Christmas. We've been made perfect and we're children of God. Yeah, And, and then he goes, and by the way, you're, you're actually ambassadors of heaven. Really? Yes. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making an appeal through us, we employ you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So we've just stepped up into the world because we received a baby that continually gives to us. Now he's continually building on us and in us. Yeah, And he says, you're ambassadors. The dictionary says an ambassador is a diplomatic representative that attends international meetings, banquets and parties and acts as a figurehead for their country. You and I are a figurehead for heaven. We are a figurehead for heaven. People out there, they don't know God. Have you spoken to them yet? Because you're an ambassador. You're a figurehead of heaven. If people out there don't know God, it's not God's fault. And I'm not even suggesting that it's our fault, but we are his ambassadors. Ambassadors are also known as diplomats, a more general term describing those that work in a foreign country while retaining citizenship in their home country. We're citizens of heaven. There's another layer that he builds into us. And, and, and you've got to understand, we now represent heaven. We represent God. This isn't representing our workplace. This isn't working for McDonald's and making Ronald look fantastic. Yeah, we, we actually represent God. All because we received a baby at Christmas. A babushka doll, really? A fragile thing that brought us to a place where we were so fragile that we would trust him that he would then build us into perfect children of God, ambassadors for him. Then he, ma- he, then he makes us, I, lo- I love this one, more than conquerors. Romans 8.37 No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. See, with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we're unstoppable. We're more than conquerors. Absolutely more than conquerors. Who can I pick on? Mm. Mm. Samuel, why do you come here? <laughs> Thanks. Quickly, you can leave there. I'll give you permission as the pastor to leave that post. I, God was talking to me this morning and was undoing me 
emotionally this morning, yeah? I, I, I just want you to do it because if I do it, I'll get really tired and they'll have to get a portable defibrillator and bring me back to life. So life gets tough. No, no, you can stay down there. People will see it. Life gets tough. You've got bills that can't be paid, so it knocks you down. Knocks you down. Go down. You got knocked down. Okay. Now that's the perfect position to pray for Jesus, to pray to Jesus, yeah? But also, we're more than conquerors. It doesn't matter that you can't pay your bills. Get back up. You're more than a conqueror. Yes. Your relationship's not working. Yeah, it's really tough. Things, it feels like it's going to, it's so fragile, it's just going to fade away and fall apart. Life knocks you down. But, but you're more than a conqueror. Yeah. You're actually more than a conqueror. He's made you more than a conqueror. He's put that layer on you. You're more than a conqueror, so you get back up. But then just as you get back up, somebody that you know, a family member, a child, a parent, dies, knocked back down. No, you can't stay down. You're more than a conqueror. He's more than a conqueror. You know, as hard as it is, it doesn't change the situation, doesn't change what you're facing. You're more than a conqueror. Get back up. Yeah? I don't mean to use this as an example, but it, it, for me, this is where God did a work for me, Anna. Yeah, you, you, you get some news that's really close to home and you don't know how to, how to deal with it and so it knocks you down, yeah? yeah. Again. <laughs> and you're in the perfect position to be able to focus on Jesus, yeah? Because everything that we need is in him. But we don't stay down. Because we're, we're more than conquerors, yeah? Get back up. This is the gift of Jesus, right? I want to give you this example. Jesus is going to a, the cross to die. And un, don't go, Samuel. And under the weight of the cross, he falls. <laughs> Do you know that the death of Jesus never went away? He got up for one reason and one reason alone. He's more than a conqueror, so he gets back up. Please. I'll, I'll now take the position of God and help him back up. Wait, wait. But then Jesus falls under the weight of the cross again. Yeah? Now, he doesn't get back up because what he's facing is now miraculously gone. His relationship's now restored. The sickness is fixed. The parents, well, finances have been paid. He doesn't get, get back up because all of that's good. He gets back up because he's more than a conqueror. Over and over and over, he gets back up because he's more than a conqueror. Thank you, mate. That's all. Give him a clap. And he says, I've actually placed that. I've given you that. I've made you that. I've made you more than a conqueror. You know, I came to earth not because you're worthy. You are totally unworthy. You can't get up without me. But I love you so much. You're so valuable to me that when I came, my soul now knows its worth. Yeah? I can get up because I'm more than a conqueror in him. Not because my circumstance changes, but because I have him. Because he's packed me out beautifully. And so we get knocked down and we get up. We get knocked down and we get up. We get knocked down and we get up. But we get up because we receive the baby Jesus. A babushka doll, really, that's made us more than conquerors. He's made us brand spanking new creations, hasn't he? 
Therefore, if anyone, 2 Corinthians 5, 7 and 8, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, the new creation has come, the old has gone, we're brand spanking new. We are not the same people. When we first received Jesus, we're actually not the same people because as we received him, we kept receiving stuff from him. And as we kept receiving stuff from him, he then kept building and putting stuff into our lives. And so really, over a course of time, and one day I'll have a babushka lesson that... We're not the same people. We're, we're now, and we're brand new creations. And then get this for the Christmas gift. If, this, if that's not enough, yeah? Colossians 2.10 says, And in Christ you've been brought to fullness. Brought to fullness. In fact, the, the, NIV, the NIV doesn't capture it enough. But the, the NLT does. Colossians 2.10 in the NLT says, So you are also complete through your union in Christ Jesus. You are now complete. Not only do you have him as a gift, as a baby, that has everything that you need for your entire life, but you and I, because we received that gift, we are now complete, amen, forevermore. That is why we celebrate Christmas. That is why we come together. That's why we sing hymns. Oh, holy night divine, absolutely. That our soul knows its worth, absolutely. That for you alone are worthy, absolutely. He's a gift. The babushka gold Jesus, yet. Yeah. He is the gift that is too wonderful for words. Too wonderful for words. Why don't we stand? This is why we celebrate Christmas. This is why we celebrate Christmas. I said to Ross when I borrowed the doll, I, I had the idea of having a couple of them and sending them around and just getting people to take a layer off them, but I probably need about 15. Because what I was thinking was, you know what, this is Christmas. It's a gift that we have all received. And, and, and I reckon if I was to ask somebody to take that and just say, share something that you've received from Jesus, somebody, any of you would be able to say, oh, I got this. And then it go to the next person, share what Jesus has given you. And I'm sure someone, someone else would say, actually, you know, there was a time where I just knew his peace. You know? and, and there was a time I just knew his goodness. And, and there was a time where financially, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it just happened. You know, I was so broken that he just came to me in my time of need. I reckon if we had enough dolls, we would all have something to share. And, and the reality is, having, having received all of that, all, all of us at different times, different situations, different things that we've gone through, we have all become new creations. We've all become ambassadors, children of God. We have all become complete. Yeah? So when we celebrate this birthday on Tuesday, that's really supposed to be October, but December the 25th works, about the baby that was born in a manger in a stable that we don't really know because it could have been a cave, you know, because the word doesn't tell you. Let's not get caught up in the areas of grey that half of Christendom wants you to look at. Let's focus on the fact that we received a baby and that baby kept giving to us over and over and over and over again until we became complete in him. Amen? Yeah? Is that worth celebrating? Yeah, absolutely. I think so. Why don't we pray and then celebrate the day together? Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that he's got more layers than an onion. Father, I thank you that he has more inside of him than a babushka doll. 
And I thank you, Father, that he gives it, that you give him to us freely. Lord, from the moment that he was born and placed into the hands of that 12-year-old, I thank you, Lord, from the moment that we discovered him, our soul knew its worth. I thank you, Father, that we weren't worthy of you, but you made us worthy by placing value upon us. Lord, our words are never enough. But I thank you, Lord, that all that we need in every moment, in every season, whether it's good, it's bad, whether it's tough, whether it's ugly, I thank you, Father, that everything we need is found in you. And I thank you, Father, that we are a finished work, a complete work. And I thank you, Lord, that even though you've made us complete, I thank you that we're transformed into the image of your Son more and more with ever-increasing glory. I thank you for the wonder and the miracle, Lord, that is our faith and our relationship with you. So this Christmas time, not only do we say happy birthday, we say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you've given us. Thank you for what you continue to give us. Father, thank you for just the way that you pour out your love, Lord, without counting the cost. Lord, that we might have a forever friendship with you. So Father, this day we take that truth and that love, Lord, and we pray that you would give us opportunity to share it with our family and our friends. Lord, that as your ambassadors, God, as your representatives, others may discover the beauty and the love that is you, that is Jesus. And everybody said, let's have a